Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Grief, that's my topic. You know, all of us have experienced death. In the last um, number of years, go back maybe five or years or more, I have lost over 27 close friends by death. And I've had to go through various stages of grief with each of them. Some were very close, others were not as close, and some were kind of close acquaintances. But people who were important to me in some area of my life. I don't know about you, but if you count it up, maybe you have the same kind of experience. You have people who have come into your life, contributed to you, and then exit. Some prematurely, you know, some naturally, and some with forethought and prediction. But others just very traumatically and very suddenly. But whatever it is, grief is a real emotion. It's a tough emotion. It's an emotion that we all experience when death comes into our life and departure of somebody who's important to us and meaningful to us departs from our life. Grief is not just related to death, by the way. Grief is also related to uh, the loss of a partner, the loss of a friend, the loss of somebody meaningful and important to you, somebody moving away, somebody just turning their back on you and rejecting you now. Uh, Some are redirecting their interests and their activities and going different directions and leave you in the dust, so to speak. Grief is experienced in all of these kind of situations, but we all handle them differently, and we need to handle them. I always encourage people in the area of grief to pick up a book and read it and just kind of use it as a manual, use it as a guideline. Don't read 10 books. Don't read five. Maybe just read one. I'd like to refer to you a book that you may want to consider. If you're in a grief situation right now, this book might be very helpful. If you're just coming out of a grief experience and you're moving on in your life, this book may be helpful to you. If you haven't had any real major grief experiences in your life, this book may not really have a lot of meaning, but might be good background material to read just on the topic, generally speaking. The book is entitled The Little Black Funeral Dress. The subtitle is really probably more important. Five Things I Wish I Had Known About Grief by the writer Shirley Thiessen. Now, uh, here's the deal. The book is appears to be that it's written for women. The Little Black Funeral Dress? Well, it's really not written for women only. Men can be gain, can gain much from this particular book, and even though it may appear to be one for feminine interests. So don't be dissuaded by the title. If grief is part of your life in some way in recent months or years, the book may be very helpful you know, to you. And the author, Shirley Thiessen, goes on to talk about five things she wished she had known about grief. And she kind of identifies five lessons, so to speak, that she's learned from her own grief experience of having lost a son. She says this, and it's very important to kind of capture this as a beginning point. While you're going through grief, remember, you're not going crazy. You're not depressed. You're not going into an irrational state of mind. Really, your emotions are going through a roller coaster experience. You know, there are stages of grief. There are definite Uh, stages that we go through, steps we go through, a process that we go through in recovering from a grief experience. Obviously, there's that initial loss. It's a kind of a shock experience. And our body is in total shock, sometimes for hours, sometimes days, sometimes maybe a little longer than that. Usually not real long, but that shock experience where you cannot believe it. You cannot understand it. You cannot accept it. You can't Think of it as a true experience, like you're having a nightmare, you know, kind of experience. And you move on in your experiences of grief, of being helpless, kind of numb and helpless, feeling you can't do anything about it. You're just totally lost. And you move on to this issue of where you begin to bargain a little bit and you get 
Now, you wish that person had not died, and you wish you had died instead, and why did God take that person from your life, and why are you alive and that person's dead? And you go through this kind of reasoning and bargaining and rationalizing and negotiating with God. And you go through these stages of anger, bitterness and madness and anger uh, over the fact that somebody has left you prematurely, particularly, unfairly, you know, particularly. Kind of a, a sense like it should not have been that way. It's a wrongful death, if you will. That's how we tend to look at it. And then we come into the point where we become to be very depressed and very discouraged and very down and helpless. And that depression can linger. Weeks, months, can linger for years. But then all of a sudden, the light begins to turn on again. The light bulb doesn't come on bright. It comes on very dim. It's like a little dimmer switch. And it begins to show a little bit of light and then a little bit more light, and then a little bit more light, and that depression begins to fade, new hope begins to enter, new intrigue begins to become part of your thinking, new relationships come into your life, new strength you know, begins to come into your life, you know, new patterns of behavior, new patterns of thought, a sense of hope, maybe being affirmed, maybe even affirming yourself, seeing yourself as being more helpful and not helpless. And you begin to see your adjustment. You begin to see your socialization begin to blossom. And that light gets brighter and brighter and brighter as you come out of these deep, deep grief moments in time and periods of time and experiences. Now, it isn't kind of smooth that way for everybody. Some people skip some of these kind of stages and aspects of grief. Others go back and forth and up and down as if it were a spaghetti mix where you get all these feelings at one time and they begin to sort out and they begin to uh, manifest themselves in a meaningful kind of way. We call it the roller coaster of emotion. But all through this, remember this one point. You're not losing your mind. You're not going crazy. You're not mentally ill, okay? Might be helpful to see a therapist. Might be helpful to talk to somebody professionally. But you're not losing your mind. You're just losing your grip on life for the moment because the person with whom you had that grip on life is now departed, is now gone, and you're alone. You hang on to that rope by yourself now, and you want to make sure you can do it. You want to make sure you do it properly. Okay, that's number one. You're not going crazy. Here's number two. People say hurtful things. How do you handle that? You know, people mean well. They have good intentions, but they say awful kind of stuff. You know, they might say things like, at least you have another child. Or they might say, well, it's been a year now, you ought to be over it. Or they'll say, I know exactly how you feel. No, no one knows exactly how you feel. That's a lie. They mean to say that they have a sense of empathy. They mean to say that they care and that they understand, but they don't know exactly how you feel. Or they might say something silly like, well, just let time go by. Time heals all wounds. Time does help. Not necessarily does it heal wounds. And others might say, well, don't worry, you're still young. You can find another husband, you can find another wife, you can begin life over again. You know, people say goofy things, you know, at times that are uh, just inappropriate. When you're feeling down and you're feeling discouraged and you're feeling lost. But people mean well. That's the point you have to understand. They want to be encouraging, but they don't know how to be. They want to say something to you, but they don't have the words. They're not wordsmiths. They want to give some kind of a sense of empathy. And they do it in this kind of crazy, goofy, imbalanced kind of way. And here's the deal. Just forgive them. Just forgive them. And somebody might just respond to a person like that by just saying, 
okay, thank you, and I'll think about it. Or, thank you, and I'll, I'll consider that. Just give, them a, give that person a sense of grace. You know, they wanted to help you. They meant well. But just kind of pass over it by saying, thank you. That was nice of you to say that. And then forget about it. <laughs> but forgive that person for their awkwardness in trying to be supportive to you. Here's a third point that Shirley Thiessen talks about. People who think about grief uh, over time maybe not have gone through it themselves. People who talk about their grief may not have gone through the kind of grief that you're going through. But remember, grief has a timeline. Grief has a period of time. And you have your own timeline. Somebody else has their timeline. And another person has their timeline. But every person's grief has their own timeline. And it will take time to heal. It'll take time to recover. It'll take time to adjust. It'll take time to accept that you're now a single person. You're now without a partner. You're now without a son. You're now without a daughter. But you can make life. And it will take time. It may take months. It may take years. But every person's grief has their own timeline. There's no magic that this is going to be taken care of in three months or six months or whatever it might be. Forget that idea. Just take your own time. Let time heal. Let time go by. Let time have its place in your life. And just, in a sense, let grief reside within you. Don't be afraid of it. It's not going to hurt you. You're not going to go mentally ill. You're not crazy. But you're just in a moment of sorrow. You're in a moment of grief, in a moment of despair, in a moment of depression, in a moment of loss. Kind of learn something from that period of time. See how you can function at times when it's pretty poor or pretty bleak or pretty lonely. You can still learn and you can still function. Give yourself credit. Give yourself praise you know, for the fact that you were able to rise up above it and maintain in the spite of the fact that you're in a period of very significant loss and grief. Here's the fourth point that uh, Shirley Thiessen says. Grief will change you. Grief will reveal who you are. So there is so there's kind of a learning opportunity from grief. It's a learning opportunity from the experience that you go through to learn the new you, the new skills, the new abilities, the new approaches that you have in life. The ability to solve problems again and to take responsibility and to be forthright and to be assertive and to be communicative and to reach out and to go places alone and so on. Grief will bring out within you the new you and look for it, and enjoy it, and celebrate it. Okay, now, lastly, the author goes on and says, hope heroes are few. Hope heroes are priceless. There are very few people that have the skill of bringing hope into your life, communicating hope, exuding hope onto you. Very few people know how to make statements that give hope, that promote hope. But you know, there are few, and thankful Thankfully, there are a few that may come up and show up in your life. And when that's the case, just thank them. But then learn from that and you be the person of hope for somebody else. Okay? Anyway, nice to have you with me today on the podcast. And I tell you what, go to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. I have a book on depression, coming out of depression. And uh, if that's been your experience, get a hold of that book. You know, from Amazon, or you can get it from my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. It's a great book. If you're in a depressed state, if you've been through grief and can't get out of it and you're still in depression, it might be of some benefit and help to you. Otherwise, nice to see you with you and I'll see you again. Bye for now.
So here's the fourth point now that we can take a look at. Grief will change you. And of course, grief will reveal who you are. What that means is that grief has is a powerful, powerful force in your life. It will bring out within you skills that you never knew you had, abilities that you never really exercised, learning that you never really got into and acquired, uh, the ability to relate to others, the ability to fend for yourself, the ability to ask questions, the ability to negotiate, the ability to kind of problem solve and to think through issues and uh, move forward in your life alone. Go to events alone. Go to places alone. Deal with situations alone. You learn you can do that. So it will bring out from within you skills that you never thought you had. But it will certainly change you. You become a more assertive person. You become a more competent person. You become a more in independent person. Now, not everybody will experience that. But many do and many will. And you can. It can be a point of change, positive change, in your life. And here's point number five in the lessons of grief. You know, there are very few hope heroes. Very few hope heroes. Very few people come into your life and give you the message of hope or carry the message of hope and come to you at the time of your own grief. You know, we don't really find people who are the models of hope, the models of encouragement, the models of strength. The people who just come by you and give you a hug and say nothing. The people who just give you that look or that smile or that um, expression on their face that they are connecting with you, that they want to be part of your life and they're bonding with you. They understand your pain, not as you experience it, but at least to, the, to some degree they understand your pain. There are very few people who will carry your grief with you, who come by day after day after day after day and visit and become part of your life. I think of the book, Tuesdays with Maury, where Maury was going through his uh, very significant illness. It was deteriorating, and here this student from his past came and visited with him every Tuesday. And they had that hour or two hours on Tuesday together. Very, very few people fill the role of with Maury on Tuesday, with you on Tuesday. Very few people call you every day. Very few people call you every week. Very few people will stop by. Very few people will take you out for lunch. Very few people will stop by your desk and ask how you're doing on a regular, repeated basis. Just accept that. It isn't that they don't care. It isn't that they don't uh, know how to do it. They're busy. They get distracted. They're not used to doing this kind of thing, so they just move on in their life and are assuming that you are moving on in your life. So, there are very few heroes, but the message of the book is, go ahead and be a hero to somebody else. You've gone through an experience, you're going through an experience that somebody else might be going through, be a hero to them. Okay? Anyway, nice to have you uh, with me and the... Um, podcast today, go to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. I wrote a book on depression, coming out of depression and out of the darkness of depression. So if that's part of your life, pick up the book from my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com or go to Amazon.
and click on my name or click on the, the field of depression and my book will pop up. It's a good book for you if that's something that you're you know dealing with. So bye for now.